Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. No, this is not Christmas Pajama Sunday. I will have to change into my sweater here in a minute. But Pastor Jim and I are going to do an opening song for you today that uh, we may regret later. It is our Christmas present to you for showing up on Christmas morning. You know, there's two themes that you find in the Bible as it relates to the church, and it's the church as family and the church as army. So last night and this morning is definitely church as family. So can we have a good time as church family this morning? All right, so Pastor Zach's going to play. I need to return this mic to him. Merry Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me six geese a-laying, Five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five golden Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, Five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, Six geese a-laying, 
five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me ten lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eleven pipers piping, ten lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Merry Christmas, Connection Point Church. I think we can call that 12 things you never thought you would see ever. Yes. Well, Merry Christmas. We're so glad that you're here this morning, and we're glad to spend the, the next hour with you. So uh, if you did not get a Connect card, please raise your hand. The floor host will come, and they will give you one. It's so very important that we fill those out. If you are new today, please stop by the Main Street Theater and get your free gift before you go. Uh, I want to highlight, I should read this psalm. Let's do that first. Psalm. The psalmist declares in 2, 7 through 8, The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. Amen? Amen. Well, we're here to celebrate the Lord today. Fill out your Connect card. Uh, if, you, if you're new, let us know. If you have anything that you need to have us pray about, please write that down. Also, share any praise reports with us. We want to hear those as well. I want to share one for, from last week. It says, I, am en I, am, I enjoy digging into Luke, and I am learning so much. The next one says, My fiancé got a good job finally. It's a good place, and he's working for a family-oriented Christian boss. Amen. 
Amen. Well, floor hosts, come on down. Let's receive the offering this morning. It's so good to give. You know, God gave, right? God gave his only son. And if God gave, we should too. We should model that same thing. So let's prepare to give today. All right. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came to this earth, that you that you redeemed us, that you saved us, Lord, and, and we love you today, and we thank you for, for all that you are, for all that you're doing, Lord, for all that you're going to do in our lives, Lord. We celebrate you today. We thank you that you came to this earth for us. And Lord God, we thank you that you gave your one and only son to us. Lord, we just, we could never, ever give back enough. So Lord, we just dedicate our lives to you. We declare our love for you, and Lord, we want to give what we can today. Lord, I pray that you would bless this offering in Jesus' name we pray, amen. We come together on this Christmas morning, and Lord, we're thankful for family, but God, we're thankful that you gave us your son. We celebrate today not only his coming, but Father, his, his sacrifice as well, knowing that his birth led to his death and resurrection. So God, we, we look today and we point to Easter, knowing that he came for a purpose, he came so that we can be reunited with our creator, that we can have relationship with you. And God, we're grateful. Thank you for giving us the greatest gift that we could ever receive. And God, I pray even this morning amidst a different type of service, Lord, I pray that you'd speak to hearts. If there are people here that have not received you as a free gift, I pray that they would decide to do that today. God, I pray that no one would leave from this place without relationship with you. May we all leave from this place being able to sing how great, how great is our God. And Lord, we just uh, pray as we, we look to your word that you would speak to us, that we in awe and wonder would understand that as we, we understand who you are, then we can experience joy and blessing in life. So God, we pray a blessing over this day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. How many like this sweater? I like it. <laughs> She's going for Papa. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas. I'm going to invite my family to come up. We'll display some fun sweaters this morning. And I'm going to invite Phil Pusey to come up. He's going to announce our winners of the ugly Christmas sweater contest. Oh, my word. That just shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> you look More, good, guys. Yeah, they do. They look awesome. Isn't this a good-looking family church? <laughs> awesome. Look at that. You got the grinch. Oh, man, this is awesome. Uh, our God is so good. What the awesome um, author of all creativity, right? So as we come together, you're thinking what Pastor Zach and Jim did this morning. You're like, is this church? Yeah, these festive sweaters, this is church, this is about creativity and giving glory to him in whatever we do. So we're going to have some fun this Amen. morning. <laughs> so uh, first of all, the judges did communicate with me. It was a very challenging, it was a very challenging decision. There's lots of uh, festive sweaters out there, so if you have one on, whether you went back to get judged or not, why don't you stand up and do, your, do a little spin for everybody around you. Go ahead, stand up, those of you, come on. Be loud and proud, let's go, there you go. Everybody wants to see them, turn them on. So, uh, 
So not all the ones you're seeing, actually, some of them were a little shy, and so they didn't actually go back. So I'm going to go ahead and start by calling up each individual that made it into the finalist round. So if the following would come up, if Miranda would come up, Adora Pusey, Rachel Nagel, Brian Rosenberg, Naren Sloan, Paisley Ryder, if you'd all join me on stage right here by me. Come on, come in here. There you go. Come on up next to me. It's awesome. You're missing somebody? Am I missing somebody? Oh, yeah. Come this way. If you guys come this way some. Oh, there we go, Brian. Oh, awesome. All right, great. So uh, we knew this was a festive sweater. Some of you thought it was only ugly. Uh, well, it was just, there's different categories. So uh, let's start off with um, the winner for, this is more of a consolation prize from what I understand, um, was the most flammable, the most flammable goes to Brian Rosenberg. Congratulations, Brian. No burning down the house. Okay. Uh, I'm a little confused on the next one. Our next category is rash-inducing, but rash-inducing, but um, there's no name written here. So who, what's the name there? Oh, come on. It says anti-itch cream. Thanks a lot. All right. I'll hold on to that for later, I guess. All right. So going on to our, uh, our, our categories, our other categories, we had the cutest ever. And the cutest ever category, Paisley Ryder is our winner. Congratulations. Right over there, Paisley. Congratulations. For the bling and glitzy category, the bling and glitzy, can you pick out who that is? That would be Adora Pusey. Congratulations. And then uh, our next category is the funny or the laugh out loud factor. And this person uh, came in with a very full snowman, you might notice. So Miranda Rosenberg. <laughs> awesome. In the creative and original, so this one was creative as it was all handmade, goes to Rachel Nagel. And viral for more than one reason. Uh, Naren Sloan gets the most likely to go viral. And uh, Naren, you said that maybe your sweater, uh, maybe you could explain what you said to the judges about your sweater. Uh, it, it's a multifunctional sweater. We can go mini skirt if we need to. <laughs> and it should go by most schools dress code fingertip length. So it's school appropriate. Let's give congratulations to all our winners. Thanks, everybody. would like to welcome all those joining us online today. In fact, one of our international students who lives in India said he was going to tune in and watch us. Isn't that fun? So Henry, if you're watching with your family, Merry Christmas from West Lafayette. 
Yeah. <laughs> so the Dalton's international student. Uh, what a joy. You know, as we reflect on the season, what I really want to call attention to is the awe and wonder of God. And specifically, the awe and wonder that the God who created the heavens and the earth, he's involved in the details of our life. That's amazing. Over 7 billion people, and that doesn't count the people who have passed, he's involved in the details of every one. It's a God who cares. Uh, Shelly and I, as we were raising support to go to Sudan, to go to Africa, we had meetings in Springfield, Missouri, and uh, before leaving, we were wrapping up some meetings, and Shelly had never been west of Missouri. So I said, you know what, before we go to another country, how about you first see the rest of your country? So we had a family reunion in San Diego, California, so I said, let's drive, let's do it. So she agreed, so we headed west, went through Oklahoma and Texas and Arizona, stopped, of course, at the Grand Canyon, kept on going to Nevada, eventually wound up in San Diego, California, and then from there, headed straight north, uh, went up Highway 1. If you've never traveled Coastal Highway 1 up northern or on the, on the west coast, it's beautiful. You go up and you get to see the Redwood Forest. You see the coast of Oregon. You keep going. You can go all the way to Seattle. That's where we wound up. Of course, we stopped and visited churches along the way and were raising support. But we stopped in Seattle, visited with some family friends. My dad grew up in Seattle, and so we had acquaintances there. So while visiting with these friends, the wife, she pulled Shelly aside, and she said, you know, I was in the store the other day. I saw this. I thought of you, and I bought this for you. And it was a black, a long black cardigan sweater. And what was funny is a month before, Shelly had said, we were in a store, she said, you know, we're in and out of air-conditioned places so much, I'd like to get something like that. And we never bought it for whatever reason. But we show up to this lady's house all the way in Seattle. And what you need to understand is at this point, Shelly, she's five months pregnant, so she's taking this West Coast journey with me. This is Shelly. She's, she's going to go do whatever, you know. Um, but she, at this point, we've sold our home in Chicago. We had a three-bedroom, two-bath home in the suburbs of Chicago. We thought we'd raise family there. That never happened. And Shelly said, I'll forego all of these things, and I'll go over to Sudan, and we wind up in somebody's house in Seattle. And it really was like God just did a wink and said, this is for you. You've given up everything, but you've got to know that I'm going to look out for every detail of your life. That's the God we serve. We should never cease to be amazed at the involvement of God in the details of our life. And what I know is, is because as we, as we are amazed, as we have awe and wonder of who God is, joy and blessing follows when we believe that God does what he says he'll do. I don't know if you could think of examples or times in your life where you've seen God involved in the details of your life, and maybe you've even seen joy and blessing follow as you've seen him involved. Um, that's been our experience, and that's the experience that we see in Luke chapter 1. Because as we continue in Luke chapter 1 this morning in our series in Luke, what we're going to find is, is we should be amazed. We must be amazed at the involvement of God in the details of our life. So I'm going to invite you to turn to Luke chapter 1. So if you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, you should have your Bible on Christmas Day. If you haven't cracked it today, let's open it now. We're going to be in Luke chapter 1. We always read one of the passages of the birth narrative before we open presents in our home. Today we read about the wise men and talked about gifts and what the gifts those were. So Luke chapter 1, we're going to continue in our, our series. So we ended in verse 38, so we're going to pick up in verse 39. And read through verse 45. I'm going to go ahead and invite you to stand for the reading of God's word this morning, simply out of reverence. Again, an awe and wonder that God gave us his word. God speaks to us today, and he does it through his word. 
So Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 39. It says, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb. Maybe she was wearing Phil's Christmas sweater. <laughs> and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. These are the very words of God. You may be seated this morning. We truly should be amazed at the involvement of God in the details of our life. We started in Luke chapter 1 where the angel Gabriel shows up in the temple with Zechariah and announces that Elizabeth and Zechariah are going to have a son even in their old age. And then Gabriel, six months later, he shows up in the village of Nazareth and announces to Mary that she will have a son even though she's a virgin. And she, in this announcement, the angel Gabriel says, in fact, your, wife, your relative Elizabeth, she is with child because nothing is impossible with God. And what does Mary do? She, I believe, in awe and wonder of the working of God, she does a three-day journey. You need to understand that this journey that Mary went on was no short jaunt. It's not like Elizabeth just lived down the street. She's way up in the Galilee and Nazareth, and then she travels all the way south. It's at least a three-day journey to get to Jerusalem. She's in the hills of Galilee, travels down into the Jezreel Valley, and winds up south in Jerusalem. So where, where Zachariah and Elizabeth lived was right outside of Jerusalem in the Judean uh, countryside. So you can see on the map that that journey was no small trek. So when Mary, I believe her response in awe and wonder of the working of God said, I've got to go see this for myself. And I believe too, in joy, wants to celebrate with Elizabeth. And that's what I believe happens, that when you have awe and wonder with who God is, it leads you to places to respond in ways that you otherwise would never respond. You know, what you find as, as Mary and Elizabeth, they consider the, the God who created the heavens and the earth, that he's involved in the details of their life. You know, Elizabeth, for five months, we, we read um, last week, that for five months she, in her home, worshipped God, marveling at the work of God in her life. And when you think about uh, in that day and to this day, so in the first century, Jewish men, they begin their prayers by saying, thank you, God, that I was not born a Gentile or a woman. Elizabeth and Mary know this. This is part of their marvel. They wonder, you know, this is what my, my dad, my husband is praying, but look at what God is doing through me. What does, who does God choose to use? He uses Mary and Elizabeth. He uses them to bless the world, to change the course of human history. And so Elizabeth marvels. We read in verse 42. This is what it said. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And in verse 43, And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Elizabeth marvels at the work of God in her life. She's in awe at the fact that she is in, involved in this divine drama that's taking place before her eyes. You know, in the antiquity, a relationship with God, it was no casual affair. It wasn't like God was a friendly neighbor. There was much honor and respect uh, that was attributed to God, much like if you were going to host a famous dignitary. In fact, in Judaism, it was prescribed how you were to worship God in the temple. The priests, they were told exactly what route to take in worship of God. 
And it's not that we need to go back to the law and go back to those rituals, but we should have a sense of awe and wonder of who God is. And when you reflect on the fact that he loves you, that he sent his son to die for you, that should cause us to respond in a special way. There's awe and wonder attached to the amazement of who God is and that he desires to have a relationship with us and he's involved in every detail of our lives. May we consider that. You know, when you get a bonus, an unexpected bonus, and it covers a bill that you didn't see coming, we should be amazed at that. Not surprised, but amazed at the fact that God is going to show up and respond in such a way. When all of a sudden you're shopping in Walmart, someone crosses your path that's been on your heart, don't be surprised by that. Be amazed at the work of God in your life. And why? We should be amazed at the work of God in our life, that he's involved in every detail, because joy and blessing follows those who believe that God does what he says. You know, Elizabeth, she gives this greeting to Mary. She says two things, and it switches here. In verse 42, she says, And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you, Mary, among women. And then at the very end, it switches, and she says, And blessed is she who believed that there be fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. So there's a transition here. It moves from the second to third person. Why? Because was Mary blessed? Absolutely. But so are all of those who believe that God does what he says. We are blessed. We are, are given joy as we believe that God will do and follow through with what he's promised to do. And so I would challenge you, if you're lacking in joy, believe God at his word. Believe that he's going to do what he says, and joy will follow. You know, it's been fun to see some of the, or hear some of the testimonies out of the 90-day challenge. If you were here in November, we gave a challenge to test God at his word. There's one place in scripture he says to test me. He says, test me in the tithe and see if I won't follow through. So we challenged people to do that, and now there's been um, a member in our church. She called and talked to our bookkeeper. In fact, she wrote on her, her tithing envelope, she said, you've got to call and hear the testimony of what God did. So she signed up for the 90-day challenge and committed to that offering the first time we gave it. And before she could even get home, she was driving back home, passing by a barber shop where she knew a friend that was in there. So she pulled in, was just having a conversation with him. And in the midst of that conversation, he was asking, how is she doing? She said, well, I'm doing good. My budget for groceries is a bit low, um, but I'm trusting things will come through. And she said, you know, if you happen to, to shoot an extra deer this year, would you mind to donate some of that meat? And he said, absolutely. Well, there happened to be a state trooper who was getting his hair cut, and he was overhearing this conversation. And he said, well, I'll tell you what. He says, I actually have a couple of deer that were killed on the road. They've already been processed. They're ready to be given. If you want it, you can have it. And so before she even got home that day, she had a freezer full of deer meat. And so she called the bookkeeper. She said, I can't believe it. She said, now, if that's not proof of what God can do. And she said, then beyond that, then she called a couple of weeks later. She said, I'm in Aldi. I'm shopping, shopping for groceries. And um, as I pull up to the checkout counter, I've also loaded it with some Christmas presents. The lady behind me says, hey, why don't I cover your groceries today? She said, and that was the very next day I gave the 90-day challenge. That's amazing. I truly believe, amen. And I know that joy and blessing follows those who take God at his word and believe that he will do what he says that he will do. So I challenge us all as we head into the new year, as we go into 2017, may we approach it with awe and wonder. As you continue to celebrate Christmas today, as you're sitting around your lunch table, may you reflect and meditate with awe and wonder that the God who created the heavens and the earth, he created you, he created me, and he created us for a relationship with him. So may we enter into the new year with awe and wonder, knowing that joy and blessing follows those 
who believe that God says what he will do, that he will accomplish it. I'm going to invite you to stand as we close in song this morning. You know, as you're standing, if you're new here today, I'm Pastor Zach, the lead pastor. We're glad that you've joined us. And maybe you're new to church. Maybe you haven't been to church for a while. Maybe you've walked away from God. But this is a great opportunity for you to say, you know what? I want to experience the awe and wonder of what it means to know God. And I want you to have that opportunity today. So with every head bowed, I just want to ask you a question today. If that's you, if you have not been living with God in your heart, if you've not been living in such a way that you have an awe and wonder of who God is and want to follow him with all of your heart, your soul, and your strength, but you'd say, you know what, but I want to today, I want to walk out of here in awe and wonder and experience joy and blessing. Simply raise your hand and I want to pray with you before we go today, before we close in song. Say, that's me today. I want to follow Jesus. I see a hand over here on the right. Anybody else? Anybody else that say, I want to follow Jesus today. I want to know the awe and wonder of God and experience his joy and blessing. Let us pray. Lord, I do pray that you would help us today to not, in the busyness of a holiday season, miss the opportunity to stand in awe and wonder of who you are and the difference that you make in our lives. So God, I pray that you would lead us into greater depths of who you are and the love of you as our Heavenly Father. And Jesus, I pray as we close out here this morning, that we would be blessed as we go, trusting in you, believing that joy and blessing will follow as we uh, believe in the promises that we hold true in our hearts that you will accomplish in 2017. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you raised your hand this morning, or maybe you didn't, but you want to know and have a relationship with God, I just would encourage you, Pastor Jennifer's up here in the front. Be, as we are going to dismiss here in a moment, instead of going out the back doors, simply come forward to the front and we'll get you a Bible. This will be a great gift for you to get on Christmas Day. It'll change your life and we'd love for you to have that. Let's sing.